0: i Spaces
1: Just wait for the space to fill up a little bit. There's quite a few contributors from Astroport who will be teaching us stuff on this space today, so I'm looking forward to it myself.
2: GM, GM.
1: Mike, test, Andre. Yep, got you loud and clear. Do you know who else we're expecting from
2: your side? Yeah, I would say almost all the contributors. Which is gonna be fun, seeing some maybe some fresh new faces, and some old ones, but <laughs> most most of them, yeah, Stefan, Donovan, Danny already here. Oh wow, We're waiting on Gustavo. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. A lot of it, to be honest, we've been talking about already, because um, even on different spaces, people still ask about PCL. Obviously, always searching for Alpha. But, yeah, this is a a nice one to maybe go a little bit deeper.
1: And obviously, this space is not going to contain any financial advice. um, But I do like playing the game of DeFi myself. There was um, a nice, or not really an announcement, but there was something went up on the Astroport Forum, I believe, yesterday, or I that's when I read it anyway. And I thought, hmm, maybe a good time to stock up a little bit. On Astro, and it's been interesting to watch the chart today.
2: Yeah, uh, we we can maybe speak a little bit (laughs) later uh, after even we open up for some questions, because obviously a lot of people will have them, and they certainly are like entitled to them. And we are here just to explain and clarify all of it. But overall, if the markets are kind of the truth, um, I would say yeah, the market sounds to. It looks like they like it.
1: One hundred percent.
2: OK, Donovan, can we just do
1: a quick mic check? Yes, sir. Hello. How are you? got you loud and clear. Very well today. Glad to
3: hear it. Fantastic. Fantastic.
1: And Stefan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Wonderful. Yeah, loud and clear. I think we've got Sandro on the Astroport account managing the whole thing. So, I mean, to begin with, yeah, we're going to be hearing from some of the Astroport contributors and then move into an EMA. And as Andre has already suggested, we can talk about anything we talk about today, as well as um, the forum post that's gone up recently. If you can't ask a question by voice, you're more than welcome to leave a text question in the Astroport Discord. Sandra will be monitoring that. I think in the general channel would be the best place to drop some questions. Andre, are we waiting for anyone else or shall we just kick this off?
2: Yeah, I think everyone is already here. Uh, although I do see Gustavo and Danny uh, just as listeners. I don't know if they need to, re- I think they have to request something. Um, but I think while they're doing that, we can start. Yeah. Okay.
1: Thank you very much. And yes, Andrew, maybe if you can bring up any relevant Astroport contributors, that would be fantastic. So yeah, I mean, the title of the space, Astroport Community Call, about PCL. So what's that? Apparently, it's Astroport's biggest and most significant upgrade since its inception. Passive concentrated liquidity pools. And these are actually, or one of them, is already live on Terra Mainnet now, I believe. And these pools use a special repegging algorithm to bring two to three x better swap execution than any other Cosmos decks. So exciting stuff. And today, with the help of some of the Astroport team or the contributors, we're going to explore how PCL works and how they're positioning Astroport to be the most efficient decks in the entire Cosmos. I'm your host Rebel DeFi from TFM and our developers will also be integrating PCL pools into the TFM DEX aggregator to help give users optimum swap rates. So let's kick this thing off. Um, Andre, I've not been on a space or everyone, I've not been on a space talking about PCL before. So from what you've said already, this is not the first one. Is that correct?
2: You mean the first spaces or the first time we speak a lot? Yeah. Have you? I mean, you've been speaking about this
1: for weeks now. I just so that we know sort of what level to pitch this at.
2: Yeah, I, like to be honest, if since this is a, a specific, like this is specific to PCL, I think we can pitch it from the very basics, assuming that people don't even know what it is, because um, this is kind of where it should have been done, uh, the proper venue. Um, so yeah, I think we can try to go more or less. Um, From the basics, and then we can dive deeper.
1: Sounds fantastic. So, yeah, when you come up to talk, you're more than welcome to introduce yourselves as well. And if you feel the audience knows you well enough, you don't have to do that. I'll leave that entirely up to yourselves. So, everyone's heard of XYK tools. We probably have different levels of understanding and the mathematics behind that. Um, But my understanding is that PCL an XYK function differently. So can we start off with maybe the beginner's version of what's the difference, or what is an XYK pool, what is a PCL pool, and how do they differ? And?
2: Yeah, uh, by the way, I didn't introduce myself. Yeah, I'm uh, Andrea Sardo, contributed to our support um, for at least two years now. So yeah, Donovan, do you
3: want to, to start, to kick it off? Yeah, sure, that's right. no problem. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm done. I'm gonna also contribute to the AS report. Everything, um, not really a fixed anything, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk Xyk. So basically, Xyk was uh, like the first kind of pool type, and it's really simple. The math is simple. You put uh, you put the liquidity in, and as you trade, there's a calculation that's made to keep the same kind of ratio or constant between the two and what happens in that regard is the bigger the trade the less tokens you get there's a curve that it kind of slips on and it slips really quickly and essentially you when you try to do large trades you need a lot of liquidity to make that happen Um, and now if you look at the pcl side of things it concentrates the liquidity around the current Oracle price, which is the, kind of the best known price of the tokens to to uh, to each other. And by doing the fancy math, you're able to do more trades, larger trades with a lot less liquidity. So you don't need, if you want to swap $1,000 worth of a token, you don't need something like $100,000 or $200,000 dollars worth of liquidity you can do it with a lot less without getting a lot of slippage that is like the by most basic introduction i could probably give
1: would anyone else like
4: to jump on this one or shall we proceed um probably the even shortest way to describe the difference is that in xyk or constant product rules um well, as an LP, you provide liquidity from zero to infinity. So you support every um, price or every token ratio from zero to infinity. Whereas in PCO, um, very similar to a normal order book uh, on a centralized exchange, or maybe better said, similar to Uniswap V3, you select a range or the pool itself selects a range within which it deploys your liquidity. Uh, this range being around the current Oracle price, as Donovan mentioned. Um, and that range will move uh, a bit after the kind of Oracle price move. So it will try to move only after there is enough volume and enough fees produced by the pool in order to outset some of the um, IO produced by moving that price. Because as you know, um, as a ratio, as the token ratio in an XYK pool changes, you're subject to impermanent loss. Um, The same thing happens in in this concentrated liquidity pool, but it's a bit smarter than XYK in the sense that it tries to use some of the accrued um, trading fees to kind of outset some of that change, like displacement in in token ratio. Thanks
1: for those contributions. Andre mentioned about slippage and how that can be a problem for traders wondering is is this are these pcl pools essentially just going to benefit whales or are smaller traders maybe trading 100
4: dollars is it going to have any benefit at all right um so i can again compare to uni v3 in uniswap v3 you need to be fairly sophisticated as an lp in order to um capture some of the benefits um there there were a bunch of people in the last year especially since uni v3 launched um, that kind of analyzed the performance of a of an average LP in Uniswap V3, and found that most people actually lose money because they simply don't want to manage an active position and constantly and manually have to change the range within which they provide liquidity. Uh, people in DeFi, especially, they just want a set and forget strategy. So, kind of this this passive concentrated liquidity pool does exactly that um it allows kind of simplistic concentration of liquidity around the current pool price or token ratio in the pool um it's not maximally concentrated like you, in uni v3 you can concentrate as much as you want um in this passive concentrated liquidity pool it's not the case it's not as efficient as uni v3 um but it moves your liquidity around without you doing anything so in a way it's way more friendly especially to the average lp uh, that doesn't want to constantly manage their positions
1: again thanks for that contribution stefan i can see andre giving you a hundred percent there um, maybe i mean it would certainly helped me if we talk about a specific example uh, my understanding is that the luna astral pool has already been migrated to PCL. Is that correct? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So yeah, can we maybe hear a little bit about that? Why we've just gone? Why you've just gone with one pool for the time being? How soon are we going to see other pools moving over? And how traders as well as LPs are going to benefit from this migration? And that goes out to anyone yeah. who wants-
2: yeah, I, I, I can go. Yeah. So this this actually was uh, well uh, discussed uh, among us. And so the, for us, it, it was more um, a question of, uh, we, we wanted to really make sure and, and be certain that um, what was basically built really worked 100%, right? Um, like we, we never know, and, and within DeFi, we need to be very careful on well, now we we do things, uh, even though we did all the audits and everything uh, was fine, um, and we did all the proper testing. We still wanted to make sure that things were working and basically monitor it. So that was basically the main reason why we went. We went for the pool. We went for right. It's not the highest um, TVL pool, mainly because breaking a pool like that would not be great. Um, so. That basically was the reasoning why we went for uh, uh like a, a smaller liquidity pool, which actually worked very well for our benefit because uh lower liquidity pools actually in, are the ones that get the most benefit out of PCL, right? Because that means they basically are performing a lot better. Or uh like if you have three X performance, that that's almost like if you had three X uh liquidity in, in an XYK pool. So Maybe the math isn't that right. I'm sorry, shouldn't do public math, but um, so more or less um, the, to be honest, I think it was the right decision. So we do believe like right after we are comfortable, how things are performing and working well, uh, we should see um, PCL everywhere, basically um, so that's that's the the goal.
1: Okay, and, and just following on from that then. Um... And this is maybe a sort of left of curve question, but if I'm hearing you right, or if I'm hearing you correctly, this is going to help traders get better swap rates, while at the same time benefiting rewards for LP providers?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... As Stefan already uh, alluded to and mentioned, uh, like you mentioned, IL, right? The permanent loss. That's uh, uh, one of the main problems in AMM designs, right? So you provide your capital passively because you aren't actively um, manage- managing the capital. That means you will basically be at mercy of the trades. And if the price moves, uh, you basically incur IL, right? Um so here, the the PCL algorithm, like because it tries to um, keep the peg, kind of protecting the peg. I know we we have some PTSD around the pegging, but let's uh, ignore that. So because the algorithm tries to uh, maintain the the prices, so to speak, it increases the fees, right? And mainly, it increases fees when you're swapping which isn't a huge like, uh, impact on the trader itself, but, uh, but it is uh, good enough for the passive LPs to be able to kind of like, be comfortable, let's say in that way, uh, when the algorithm re the price, right? Because it doesn't move the price immediately like X, Y, K. Um, it will incur more fees because it increases them as the price moves and then it will repeg itself when there's enough fees that it tries to offset a little bit the impermanent loss. So this uh, kind of uh, improves the LP strategy, right? So they'll hopefully uh, incur less IL uh, while still providing uh, traders uh, a good experience, especially if they trade around the, or the pool price, right? Uh, you only really increase, like you only incur high fees when you move too much away from the price. But if you are trading around that price, as the name suggests, because the liquidity is concentrated around the price, it, it it's almost like there's a lot more liquidity. You can think of when you are providing liquidity to an X Y K, you basically have a bunch of like pots, and you have to disperse um like put your money into all these different pots which would be like every price right and that basically dilutes the liquidity a lot along the line where because it's concentrated it means you have less pots to put on, put put on, uh put your liquidity in which is which means with the same liquidity you have the the liquidity much more concentrated around those uh small pots um so that's why you can see when you're trading the price impact will be less, uh, much lower, uh, because you have a lot more liquidity to trade uh, within. So, so I, I think that's a, a good analogy to try to understand um, how they how they really differ.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great analogy to describe a curve as yeah, different pots, something that we can actually sort of visualise. So yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, thinking about the specific pool, the Luna Astral pool, um if someone was to come along and wanted to be a liquidity provider in that pool and they had a thousand dollars, would they buy five hundred dollars worth of Luna and five hundred dollars worth of Astral and do like so what we used to do in the old days of like fifty fifty or is it like different?
2: Yeah. Um I actually would love to, if we could bring up Timofey because, uh, is one of the masterminds behind, um, building the contract. So I don't know if Timofey you are listening, maybe request the, the mic and you can try to add more color to all of what we are saying here. But, um, so in, in, a in an X, Y, K traditionally, we are very much used to, um, to basically providing within the ratio, right? So, um, as you mentioned five five hundred dollars worth of uh one asset and five hundred dollars worth of another asset um in the in the pcl uh pool type it's not exactly like that um, that's one of the main reasons we also allowed you to provide single sided because it's a lot easier to reason about uh because the even though the ratio might look as it is as it is at it might it might not be that the real representation internally because of how the algorithm works so sometimes you might not be exactly providing like that um but uh, in normal circumstances it should i hope i'm not saying anything wrong but uh yeah
1: okay so while we're waiting to see if timothy comes up um maybe sandro can deal with that um sorry my man just went, I don't, don't have
2: sorry yeah no, do, do you have
4: anything to add Stefan or anyone else on that uh not really i think the only thing is um i will switch gears a bit and talk about stable or mention stable swap um so in ask for poor stable swap pools you can provide imbalanced liquidity like provide in an imbalanced way um mm-hmm. Instead of doing just 50 so uh, concentrated liquidity can be thought of as a slightly smarter or more dynamic version of stable swap. Where very similar to stable swap, it concentrates liquidity around a specific price that's not necessarily one-to-one or a specific not price a specific ratio, which is not always or most likely it's not one-to-one between the two tokens trading in the pool, and that. Um, again, that window uh, within which the pool concentrates liquidity constantly shifts. so imagine just stable swap that moves um, the ratio at which liquidity is positioned from time to time as people trade in the pool. Um, and again, similar to stable swap, you can provide imbalanced uh, liquidity in an imbalanced way, uh, but not always like one scenario where you cannot provide liquidity. In an imbalanced way, is when the pool, when the PCL pool is empty. So you're like the first LP. um, And you need to provide liquidity at the ratio that was set when the pool was created. Uh, Because in PCL, as opposed to XYK, when someone creates a pool, you specify the initial token ratio that the pool takes into account when it takes like an LP's liquidity and positions that liquidity somewhere um, along like the curve.
1: Thank you for sharing. (laughs) And just just I'm trying to think of how I'm going to be using this like personally and to go back to what Andre was saying earlier, both traders and liquidity providers can benefit. And it's it's not like there's. It just seems that seems kind of fantasy that both sides can benefit. But the reason both sides can benefit is because of the reduced price impact that these pools offer. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? Uh,
4: not quite. <laughs> so it's not really about price impact. It's about um, how much your liquidity is stretched along the like zero to infinity uh, axis. Um, so instead of, again, allowing you to trade from zero to infinity and supporting any ratio for the two tokens in the pool um you initially set a ratio between the two tokens that should trade in that pco pool when you create a pool the first lp will provide liquidity at that ratio and once there's liquidity in the pool people can trade Uh, they will of course move the uh price in the pool so they will change the like the two token balances the, the ratio between the two tokens and the pool as the this ratio like shifts the pool will also change the position where it puts all the lp liquidity um, so yes, as a consequence of concentrated liquidity, is that traders can get better execution with less liquidity. Like there, for example, for one million bucks worth of XYK liquidity, uh, you might get the same price impact or efficiency when you trade with uh, in PCO with only like three hundred three hundred and thirty k worth of liquidity. Um, so about a three x improvement in uh, in terms of how much liquidity you need to support decent trade size Um, uh, but like optimize optimizing um like trades execution is just a secondary effect of concentrated liquidity
1: okay so i I was thinking maybe i was mixing up cause and effect um and what you've just described there you're talking about a million dollars in an x y k pool versus 330k in a pcl pool that was a really nice kind of definition, I suppose, of
4: capital efficiency. Right. like you can still have, of course, a million dollars, like the same amount of liquidity in PCO. But um, if you have like two pools, one XYK, one PCO, with the same amount of liquidity, PCO will still win in terms of trade execution, um, even like especially then. Um, so yeah, like PCO can have slightly less liquidity in XYK and win, or it can have like the same amount of liquidity, and of course, win for sure.
1: Okay, that I mean that, that that's interesting. Then, so are we essentially going to see XYK pools become extinct, and and everything shift over to PCL apart from the stable swap pools? Um, or is XYK still going to have a use case?
4: That's my hope that XYK just becomes a uh, a dinosaur in Cosmos. Um. We, like On Ethereum, after Uniswap V3 launched, um, There, were, even today, there's still a bunch of liquidity in Uniswap V2 that just uses the same XYK pools like Astroport. Um, because again, people like to be just lazy or passive OPs. Um, but then, for example, Curve launched with Curve V2, their own version of concentrated liquidity that allows people Similar to what Astroport did to lazily provide liquidity and concentrate that liquidity without doing anything else. Um and then even more people switch, switched, like moved away from Uni 2 to curve um to get better like efficiency and better trade side, trade execution. Um so TLDR, I think XYK will still will still be around for a while longer. Uh and some people might still lp in these pools um depending on the AMM or decks that you use but i think more and more will once they realize the benefit of passive concentrated liquidity they'll move uh, to this pool type
1: awesome and i think it was andre who was talking earlier on or sorry forgive me if it was you stefan um about uniswap v3 and how lps or the liquidity providers can lose out if they're not actively managing their positions, and how PCL is an improvement upon that for people who just remain passive. Is, is PCL something that, that Astroport have developed themselves, or has there been inspiration from somewhere else in Web3? Yeah,
4: so the code is built from zero. Um, the way it was done, if I recall correctly, the first version was in Python. Like it was the math itself, and then it was translated to Cosmosm. Um So again, the code is built from zero, but the like concept, the math itself was inspired by uh Kirby 2s white paper.
2: Although the the math was had to be kind of reworked as well for us, because there are some things that the white paper them themselves don't really explain. They just like give some hints on how it works. But yeah, just uh, wanted to add that in as well. And, and to be honest, I think, yeah, you, you need to be an astrophysics or something to understand that math. It's it's insane.
1: So that, that's something I'm kind of just I, interested in. I, oh, sorry, carry on.
2: No, yeah, I was going to say, I hope you you uh, understood that pun. So was pun intended, astrophysics,
3: sorry. Um. <laughs> I think you you also asked about how in uni v3 type pools do do the lps lose out correct
1: yes if you want to talk on that Donovan, that'd be fantastic
3: so basically if you go to a uni v3 pool and you say i want to provide my liquidity between one and two dollars whatever the ratio is let's just simplify it to one and two dollars, and the trades are happening between one and two dollars that's the kind of value of the token then great you're getting fees if it drops below one or goes above two you don't get anything your liquidity is just sitting there doing nothing um <clears throat> so that's basically why you need to be active you need to constantly be moving your liquidity and kind of stay within a tight range to get the maximum out of it
1: and from my understanding i mean i really do much if anything on ethereum but the tighter your range, the more fees you're going to get. As long as you're within range, is that right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> um. When when I mentioned the pool, the Luna Astro pool, some of the contributors went back to talking about tokens one and two. So maybe we'll avoid talking about token names, and we can talk about um two tokens. Um. Is I mean is how how is value going to be accrued back to a dex token through the use of pcl? I mean, is it going to be more than
3: other pool types? When you say dex token, do you mean like how is value accrued back to x Astro holders for these pools? Okay, so we can't okay, exactly okay X astro here
1: we go. yes,. <laughs>
3: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dex token, astro, essentially. So um, like uh, Stefan and Andre mentioned earlier, the further the price moves from the Oracle price, the higher the fees become until it re-pegs back and moves the liquidity. So as the fees, uh, there's normal fees, right? I think the range is 0.25 to 0.45%, where XYK is 0.3%. So it's kind of lower and higher than XYK Fees, and those fees are collected like we do with X Y K and Stable Swap, and then that is shared with the LPs and sent back to X Astro holders as well. Um, so that part kind of stays the same as it has been.
2: Yeah, and and one other thing to add and note is that, uh, for example, for the likes of TFM and any other aggregators, if we become much more efficient, then hopefully much more swaps are getting routed through Astroport which hopefully increases our volume, which by consequences uh, also increases the fees that we collect, which in turn also uh, will get more uh, of um, kind of Astro buyback if we go specifically on uh, Astro, Astro's case uh, by Maker. So, so yeah, that, that's by making it more efficient, hopefully there's more volume, more swaps happening. And, and that's how I would, I would see volu- uh, value getting captured um certainly and and in the current market situation uh where liquidity is completely like the uh we really need these types of uh improvements um we really need efficiency here absolutely
1: and yes it well, yeah and it' be quite exciting when we do see some more volumes in cosmos before we open this up to a m a and if anyone's got questions, all you need to do is raise your hand Sandro will bring you up um, is there anything any of the contributors would like to raise about p c l pools that we haven't really addressed so
2: far i would I would just uh clarify some uh, something that maybe I wasn't a hundred percent clear, which is when I mentioned i l and we mentioned i l uh, whenever you have any type of uh, concentration of liquidity, high health can become uh, higher than XYK. And the main reason is, as I explained, liquidity is more concentrated around the price, which means uh, if the real price, so to speak, has moved very far from the actual current Oracle price, um, that means you are actually uh, swapping for higher amounts than you should have. Um, the, and, and that's why one of the main reasons why there's this dynamic fee, right? Because in high volatility, uh, the fee will be higher, which tries to compensate for that IL. I wanted to clarify that a little bit. Um, So And and also because that ties a little bit to if XYK is going to be completely uh, dead, uh, I think it will, uh, especially because as also mentioned, the executions are going to be so much better on PCL that as a liquidity provider you don't want to miss out on those fee catchers, right? You want to be where volume is happening. Uh, but also uh, another thing, and, and maybe I don't know if this is going to be true or not, and how this is uh, that uh, real, so to speak. If you have maybe two completely high volatile assets that are constantly changing prices, which uh, that's not a real thing, but maybe for those cases, XYK would be maybe better because it will actually respond for the article prices that are completely changing every second. But again, that's uh, so far fetched that we don't believe that's going to be the case. And why we do believe PCL is much better. But I wanted to say that uh, yeah, it's it's not 100% all shines and goods. Uh, wanted to make that kind of disclaimer. And, and yeah, and and not. Uh, Last thing I would add from my side is that the reason it's called PCL is exactly because of the P passive, right? And, and that's where it really shines because um, as Univ3 also has a similar concept, it really needs to be actively managed. And a little bit to your point, the only people that really have the means to actively manage their liquidity are going to be the whales, right? So this is definitely... Also, very targeted to retail users, so they would be able to benefit in some way um, of these improvements and these fee captures uh, through PCL.
1: Fantastic, that's good to hear for the the smaller fish amongst us. And I mean, just on sort of personal level, I would say DeFi has certainly got more complex for end users over the last eighteen months. So the idea that we can sort of do DeFi like it used to be just provide liquidity, leave it, and earn some tokens. That that sounds good to me. Um, I don't see any hands up. Sandro, has anyone left a text question? I'm just going to te- check Discord. Um. Okay, nothing coming through from Sandro yet. Oh, he's typing. We'll see. Um, I mean, one thing I'm interested in, a little bit off-topic maybe, but are... Are you guys the contributors? Are you essentially mathematicians? Is that fair to say?
4: Uh, (laughs) This is a really fun question. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me put it like this. Um, I'll talk about Andre and Donovan, like Danny, Gustavo. They're all super smart and really capable developers. Um, I used to be a dev uh, on Ethereum, especially focused on smart contracts. But nowadays I do a lot of things one of which being governance um i'm not a mathematician Uh, the other guys can speak for themselves the big brain behind pco was Timofey. i think you can see um the the twitter uh, the tweet storm that uh, donovan shared um in this call um he worked a lot on making sure that pco actually performs as it should um so yeah he's the big brain behind all of this awesome
1: and just looking at that tweet thread that donovan shared from timothy it's a 13 tweet thread and is that is that quite easily accessible for normies
3: i think uh if you scroll to the bottom there's a nice chart that's kind of the conclusion and it kind of shows you how it kind of keeps the price really well um that's probably the the best part to to check um But it is probably worth it just scanning through it and kind of getting an an idea of how complex it is. Because, yeah, for me as well, like the math is, uh, that's way above me. Like my math is more like chat GPT math. Sometimes I'm correct. Most of the times I'm just making up numbers.
1: Now, to be fair, I I don't know. I'm I'm not actually following Timothy. I'm going to follow him right now. It looks a very well formatted tweet. I will say that, which makes it, Um, or should make it easily or more easy to understand, shall we say. I do see some numbers there, so possibly complex as well at the same time. But yeah, the formatting is definitely going to help those of us who haven't read that tweet. Another another thing that Andre's spoken about is Oracle pricing. Um, When I think of Oracles, I think of the Matrix. Can you tell us a little bit more about oracles and how they how that functions with these PCL pools
2: uh, sorry can you repeat uh, i didn't get the question
1: M- maybe the question i've not maybe i've not phrased it in a way that makes sense okay, even but can yeah can you tell us a bit a little bit more about um there's like an internal oracle um
2: for the for PCL yeah, yeah so i'm also like uh, maybe i'm going to butcher this but uh as him mentioned in the in the thread um there is like a T-WAP, uh which is a, a bit more resistant to the price change but yeah there is like an internal price that it it's tracking and that's how basically then it figures out if the current basically ratio compared to the i'm I'm overly simplifying this obviously uh and current ratio versus what the price should be um and that's how it then determines the fees and that's how then determines uh, what's the swap. But yeah, there's basically a real representation and like a virtual representation.
1: Interesting. I, I hope I'm not the only person in this space who's not fully got my head around how this all works. But yeah, maybe we should all follow Timothy and all check out this tweet thread after the space. And with about 20 minutes left to respect everyone's time and finish this space by the top of the hour, Um. If you're in this space with a question, you are more than welcome to come up. While we're waiting on people coming up, I would love to hear some of the contributors' opinions, thoughts, rationale for the recent forum post that went up on Astroport, talking about migrating the Astroport hub from Terra over to Neutron, how that's going to affect things, communities, the actual deployments that are currently on Terra and neutron, if at all, um yeah, just love to hear your thoughts on that, and we can go around everyone
3: i think i'll uh I'll start with the technical side of things and then we'll probably move it to the lighter more uh, economic side of things um, but from from my from a technical perspective, when you look at neutron like they have added a lot of stuff to their chain that makes smart contracts really a first class citizen, um, that really enables us as a protocol that's purely smart contracts, we don't have a chain, um, to implement newer and advanced features a lot easier. Like uh, an example of that would be uh smart contracts on neutron can create interchain accounts which means through ibc from neutron our contracts could create accounts and wallets and things on other chains through ibc um, which we can use for a bunch of interesting things Uh, the second one is interchain queries a simple way to do queries and uh, ask information from other deployments to get that back um there's also the in in a typical ibc transaction when it's created from a contract if you send tokens from a contract over ibc the contract never gets an acknowledgement or a failure that those tokens were sent and received on the other side um and that is that sucks for the contract because there's no way to know right and but on neutron you can the contract has to will receive an acknowledgement or a failure uh, things like that makes our lives a lot easier so basically from a from a technical standpoint um it makes a lot of sense and with the upcoming atomic ibc stuff that uh i think it was the strange love guys um posted i think it was the strange Love guys or um, someone posted earlier this week where blocks could be synchronously kind of created between different um consumer chains that's connected to the hub um the, the cosmos hub by meaning um you could do some really interesting things and we need to be on neutron for that as well so from a technical side of things going to neutron makes a lot of sense and makes our lives a lot easier going forward okay
1: uh, maybe if i can jump in before anyone else Response to that. Just following up on what, what um, Donovan was saying. I mean, w- with chain upgrades on Terra, could Terra provide you with that same functionality, or is it just it's not possible on Terra
3: now, or in the future? For the first couple of ones, they could. Um, they could provide all of the intergen accounts things, um, the way to acknowledge token sends and things from contracts. All of that they would be able to do the atomic IBC stuff that allows you to synchronously create transactions across multiple chains. They can't do with an upgrade unless they join the Atom Economic Zone, right? Like unless they become a consumer chain for for the Cosmos Hub, that part won't be able to.
1: Okay, cool. Thank you for that clarification. Um. So yeah, if anyone would like to. Join the discussion about um, moving the um, Astroport Hub to Neutron. I'd love to hear your your thoughts on that. Or as as Donovan kind of just summed up perfectly.
2: Yeah, I, I think on the technical side, that's uh, that's a, a very uh, very obvious uh, thing. Um, I would say also, um, like. When, like, maybe the the title feels like it's a lot more than it actually is in in the sense of it looks like we are abandoning Terra or something like that. And it's not really, it's really far from the truth. Um, That's not really our vision. never has been. We want to be the best AMMO across cosmos. And so that includes Terra. And to be honest, uh, I think we've been one of the, the biggest, like, supporters of Terra 2. Uh, after everything that happened, so um, we we might understand if people are a little bit concerned and might be uh might look like we are kinda aban- abandoning it, but it's yeah as I said, not really truth, and the hub really uh, at the moment it will only mean that means that uh, governance happens somewhere else uh, for our support, but everything is gonna stay the same, like pools are the same are there. We PCL was launched first on Terra, right? We didn't launch it first on Neutron. Um and and another thing that that I'd like to say is that we are building Astroport in a way that wherever like wherever we are deployed on, like everything that we do on Astroport will benefit any chain, right? Because every new pool type, any upgrade, any anything that we're doing uh, is gonna be applied across any chain. We we don't uh discriminator on, on in that sense so so yeah it, it's it's not like um that's i don't think that's going to affect anything between our support and terror relationships uh now uh more if if i could speak more on the opinion side so uh, that's a little bit more just a disclaimer like on my opinion side i would say we, we need to look at the facts and the reality is that neutron currently is the one um it's the astroport deployment that has very high tvl right uh it's it's one of the biggest by far um so that we 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 need to be honest obviously that plays a a huge factor uh in, in in these um that also means we have a lot more economic like somewhat economic security around where governance happens um and also neutron being like these uh, new fancy way of um, shared security, I would say is also a very um, good point in terms of security for Astroport um, well-being. And we kind of learned this, which is um, wherever, we, um, like wherever we are deployed, and this is, this is going to be a problem for any uh, protocol that's, that's launching on any chain, you will always be dependent on the chain you are on. And we did learn this the other way, unfortunately. Also, I don't think there's anything that we would do completely different. Uh, I I think we would make the same decisions. Uh, It just happened what happened. Um, But that means if something happens to the chain, you're gone, right? You have literally nothing else to do and you really didn't control it. So either you own the land and that way you can control it, which is, I think, the route of the app chains or you'll try to go somewhere you feel very much secure right and I think Neutron going the shared security route is also um, interesting because we are not just relying on these one chain is really like the multi chain thesis uh, that we are uh, pretty like um, it's our vision of Astroport being like a multi chain Cosmos uh, application protocol. And I think, to be honest, all of these really lines up with our visions and um, they, they, I, I truly believe that that's not gonna affect anything around Terra. And we've been deployed there since almost day one uh, when things were especially uh, new launched. And we are, we, we are there supporting any projects that launch and we are just another primitive um, for DeFi and supporting any project, any, on any chain we are, that we are deployed on. And, uh, and also like, and, and running on all these chains really, they do have like, uh, like they have maintainability costs for our devs, for our infrastructure, basically the infrastructure that we would need for one chain, you basically have to multiply for every chain. And and that's not, uh, really cost-free so to speak. So, um, so yeah, we uh, I, I like I think TLDR from all of that I said, if you sum up to something, only really governance is going to change, um, not I don't think anything else will change. So yeah, and and to our earlier point that we discussed in this call, uh, the market seems to like it. So I think it's good, and and just one last thing, I, I do believe this is also good for Terra because. If our support is much more secure uh, and I know people will say token prices don't matter, but they kind of do uh, for uh, project security and um, like that also helps uh, keeping our support afloat alive, really uh, like um, stable and that also means we can keep on and better support Terra projects and and being there so yeah
1: I, I appreciate that long um, and detailed um rationale that makes sense to me i mean stuff i've seen on some forums talks about yeah the the, the idea that astroport is abandoning Terra. um the idea that astroport got a massive emergency delegation and hasn't contributed to Terra. um this is not my personal belief this this is just stuff i'm reading um I would be interested, and I don't know the number. I, I don't know if anyone knows off the top of their heads, but like, there's been Astro incentives on Terra for over a year now, um, or around about a year anyway. Um, it'd be interesting to know how many Astro have been um, distributed through Astro incentives on Terra. Um, and I, I think I, I don't want to turn into an Astro port shell, but like, I mean, there was the airdrop for people that were previous Astro holders. Um, I mean, that didn't have to happen. It did happen, so I think that's a, that's a great thing. Um, I mean, so just looking at Astroport, the DAP just now, when I go to Astroport on Neutron, if I go into governance, it then tells me, "Hey, switch to Terra. Governance is only on Terra." Is so you're basically saying governance is this is really the only change. The governance is going to move to Neutron.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like everything else is going to literally stay the same, and. uh we i know like we can really talk about future things but we we want to make it uh way we can talk in ap- hypothetical and we want to make it so much easier for everything to happen wherever you are so um that's something that we are looking into uh, so yeah that, that also should even be abstracted away like chains in themselves they hopefully can be abstracted away even so that's even more simpler to, to For us support and basically leverage like liquidity across uh deployments, so yeah in, in the end, really nothing really changes and uh, but i i did i I do want just to touch on one point, and I do know it's not your uh position, but the point of um we we got huge uh, emergency funds that that's that's all true but we we like we also were running on Terra classic right, and like we got hit. As much as everyone else, and we literally, like, in, I think the record, like, it was one month. After one month, we were redeployed on Terra, um, and we were like right away up and running, and been running there. And and to your point, we we've been running Astro missions uh, since then there. So so you're right. We we didn't run those numbers. Uh, we are actually um, trying to to get those stats, especially because of the the whole, um, like, uh, proposals to, for reductions because of the PCL, uh, increasing efficiency, we are, we will hopefully like maybe run some, some stats on that, which might shed some light on, on that. But I, I do think it's unfair saying that we didn't contribute, um, to Tara. so yeah, we, we are definitely like the, the real mm or the
3: used mm there. So, so yeah. I think uh I just saw that um the, the, the numbers have finished running and at we shared almost ninety-four million Astro um in the past I think it's the past year, year and a half now. Um and at current prices that's almost two million dollars. Um and if you kind of take the, the prices across the last year, it's probably closer to like three or four million dollars worth of incentives. So uh that's kind of the Rough calculation we have at the moment.
2: Nice. Yeah, I got some numbers, and uh, they are just rough estimates. And I think, yeah, it's one point eight, yeah, just for Terra. Exciting times.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you, you were talking about abstracting away the complexity of IBC. That's definitely something we're working on at TFM. I'm, I'm hoping um, a phrase you've used or I noted down apparently. You were talking about Astroport being a dex for the entire cosmos. Um, at the moment, we, or you, our AstroPort is live on Terra, Injective, Neutron, and say, with two minutes left on this space, is there any alpha you can drop about where you're looking at deploying next?
2: Nice try. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we we would be able to share anything like that. Um, I, I would say, like, I can, I, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm monopolizing these spaces a lot, but I, I would say um like other than say uh, as it was um we definitely need um i need, like we need to wait a little bit more to see anything showing up to be a little bit more promising um say it was uh, how it was um it's still early maybe um or maybe just a macro issue and we really can't control it at all maybe it's totally external uh but yeah I, I think i would say we need to improve a lot of the things uh, like we have too many chains already so we need to try to improve our ux uh, on that um, and, and and see if anything shows up very promising awesome
1: thank you for sharing one final qu- quick question if that's all right and um, for people who have x astro on terra um, and are involved in governance is there going to be like some Transfer thing within um, Astroport for them to send that over to Neutron, or do they use TFM to do that, or what's it, what's the flow going to be?
2: I think that's very still like preliminary, but Donovan can share a lot more on it because he's the technical
3: uh, genius around it. <laughs> no, thanks, Andre. I'm, I I missed the first half of that question. You know, I live in South Africa and we have power cuts like. Nine, ten hours a day. So my battery's just run out. I missed the first part of that question, but I assume you're asking how are we gonna get current Astro onto the new neutron version of Astro? Do I have that correct, right Yeah, as I said yeah, Astro yeah. and X Astro. Oh X Astro. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's that's still very much in the research phase. Um we do wanna give you guys like a give everyone like a one click. Transfer conversion or something because we don't want a third version of the token. Um, Astro Classic, then Astro Terra, and then Astro Neutron. We don't want that. Um, so we'll do like a something really simple. Um, but uh, at the moment, we don't have anything solid yet. That's uh, we have a bunch of options, but we need to find what's the easiest way.
1: Awesome, and we've now just hit in the UK 7 p.m. It might be similar sort of time down in South Africa. Um, I find this really edu- educational and uh, when we went from so sort of deep mathematics to a bit of governance um if you've been here for the whole space thank you for attending and um, i can see TerraSpaces spaces here recording for us and for the people who can't be with us live is there anything any of the astroport contributors would like to say before we wrap this thing up
3: i yeah, think thanks for joining everyone and uh looking forward to tfm integrating the uh PCL pools and uh, in a couple of months we might run some stats and see how much more trades went to the PCL pools compared to the XYK ones.
1: Fantastic. Thanks for closing this off, Donovan. I'd also like to shout out Sandro, who is doing everything behind the scenes um, and for asking me to come and join this AstroPort space. Thanks for being here. Speak soon.
0: See ya. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Days. Got them acting all bankless, Yo, fam, what? Check these token knives. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. Oh, oh, oh. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then the end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible losses. All moss, and I'm liking the odds. Ron doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maple maybellies they call it implausible we're model the model keeps on ripping off the code and going full throttle beats, tearing apart your community. all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers Fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and under the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served i Spaces